Is it true that aromatherapy is showing up in hospitals all across America? My name is Dawn Culp. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, Reiki master teacher, meditation coach, and owner of The Zen Room in Gilroy, California. You can also find us online at www.thezenroom.net. And today we're going to be talking about aromatherapy in hospitals. Hi everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Zen Room. So at the top of this podcast, I asked a question, and that question is, are hospitals across America incorporating essential oils into their treatment? And the answer to that question is yes, they are. So in my line of work, I have a broad range of clients. I work with um, high-tech executives. I work with doctors. I work with dentists. I work with lawyers. I work with business people. I work with, you know, blue-collar workers and white-collar workers and men and women and children and elderly people and everybody in between. And I work with all different kinds of people. But one thing that I am noticing is more and more folks who are in healthcare are coming to me saying, hey, we are starting to notice more and more incorporation of what they call CAMS or complementary alternative medicine landing in smack dab in the middle of mainstream, mainstream medicine. And that always excites me. That's always very, very, very exciting information to me. I can, from my own personal experience, I can see an increase in doctors and therapists sending me their patients with the intention of treating them in a more holistic way, not passing them off to me, but saying, hey, why don't you go and do some energy work? Or, hey, why don't you go and do some um, alternative therapies to complement the mainstream therapies, which again, very, very exciting to me. But this podcast is gonna be all around essential oils. So back in July of 2018, there was an article uh, published on Becker's Hospital Review. And it is an entire article around why one Iowa hospital uses essential oils within its ER or emergency room. Okay, Again, this was just posted a few months ago. The article starts like this. To help patients fight symptoms of nausea and vomiting in the emergency room, nurses at CHI Health Mercy Council Bluffs in Iowa are testing an alternative to traditional medicine, inhaled essential oils. These CHI Health Mercy nurses conducted a study earlier this year examining the effects of traditional medicine and inhaled essential oils in reducing nausea, according to LiveWell Nebraska. The nurses began by reviewing patient charts and discovered that it took nearly 45 minutes for a patient to receive anti-nausea medication. During the trial, the nurses offered 52 patients a blend of peppermint, lavender, ginger, and spearmint oils. They were able to get this concoction into their hands within 17 minutes from the time that the patients arrived. And the results of the trial showed that half of the patients that received the essential oil blend reported an improvement in their symptoms. And 63% of ER nurses also reported seeing the value of having the blend available for patients as an alternative to traditional medication. 
Other health systems nationwide have reportedly begun introducing essential oils as a part of the multimodal pain management approach and have had success with them in as have had success with them as an early intervention for laboring mothers or those who have cesarean sections according to this report. Again, this article goes on to say that CHI Health Mercy nurses said that essential oils, which are distributed in a plastic pack with a foil cover and a perforated barrier to keep oils from contacting the skin, can also be sent home with patients after outpatient procedures and last about 72 hours. So here is an example of one hospital in Iowa using essential oils in its, in its um, ER for a variety of reasons. The Mayo Clinic, another website, themayoclinic.org, says that aromatherapy is showing up in hospital surgical units, that they are surging in popularity. And here's what some of that research from the Mayo Clinic experts has to say. Okay, does it support better sleep? That is one of the questions that the Mayo Clinic has, has asked. And here's what the results. Chamomile tea and lavender lotion at bedtime are well-known sleep promoters, but do they actually work? That was the question. Studies of hospital patients would say yes, that they've documented that these scents can encourage relaxation and improve sleep. Okay. What about indigestion and nausea? Okay. Studies suggest essential oils may help people with leukemia who used their choice of lavender, chamomile, or peppermint got relief from nausea and lack of appetite in one study. And in another study, peppermint oils helped some pregnant women find relief from nausea and vomiting during labor. At Mayo Clinic, some patients are offered a cotton ball with a drop or two of the ginger or spearmint oil to help with nausea. Okay, so that is another article from Mayo Clinic. There is, if you were to Google, Wellness Committee Standard Rollout Process in your Google, in your Google search. It is a Word document that lives online. And on page four, this, this Word document from the Wellness Committee Standard Rollout Process has this to say. Many hospitals are now incorporating the use of essential oils. For example, Harris Methodist Fort Worth Hospital uses 33 different therapeutic grade essential oils that are dispensed by their pharmacy. Studies show they relieve stress and anxiety for patients and staff. Findings also show that they can reduce pain and facilitate sleep for the patient. Hospitals and other institutions employing essential oils are as follows. The Desert Samaritan Medical Center in Mesa, Arizona. The Fountain Valley Hospital in Fountain Valley, California. Midway Hospital in Los Angeles, California. Children's Hospital and Health Center in San Diego, California. I'm telling you guys, this list, if I were to read this entire list of hospitals and institutions that are now currently employing essential oils, um, you would be bored to death because the list is forever long. Cleveland Clinic Health System in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Mercy Health Center in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. 
St. John's Health in Warren, Michigan, Children's Hospital in St. Paul, Minnesota. The list goes on and on and on and on. So more and more hospitals are now incorporating the use of essential oils as part of their everyday protocol. This is amazing. So for the longest time, I think we all kind of figured that Essential oils were something that you would use to make the air of the room in a spa or in a massage, you know, um, area just smell nice and relaxing. And now you could use essential oils to just, you know, have your beautiful spa experience or to make your tub smell good. And while all of those are still incredibly true, right? Nothing is as inviting in a massage space as walking in and just getting a big beautiful whiff of lavender man it just puts you in such a great space to relax and let it all go but what i'm talking about here is we're crossing a border we're crossing a barrier out of spa land and into healthcare. honest to goodness healthcare. and the most beautiful part about that is is that was always the way that these herbs were intended to be used Right? We lost sight of that somewhere along the way. Herbs and Bach flowers and essential oils. These are all beautiful gifts from Mother Nature that were always intended to promote well-being. And for me, what is exciting is to know and see that we are returning to some of those very, very basic yet powerful fundamentals. I always say essential oils are powerful, powerful medicine. And the fact that the hospitals are now starting to fold it in as a regular part of their protocol is truly, truly exciting. Now, 15, 20 years ago, if somebody would have said, hey, Don, do you think that there's going to be essential oils in the hospitals? I would say, boy, I sure hope so. But I couldn't be sure. Now, if we're starting to pull in essential oils into the hospitals, my big question, my big smile that's stretching across my face right now is, what comes next. So I will tell you without going down a whole rabbit hole, I am noticing all kinds of complementary alternative medicines being introduced or therapies, complementary alternative therapies being used across hospitals um, across the country. But I will leave all of that for another conversation. Today we're just going to stick with essential oils. So if you are of the opinion that essential oils are nothing more than just really expensive uh, perfumes for the home, I would like you to reconsider, right? My medicine cabinet is full of essential oils, okay? Yes, I use certain ones for headaches and I use other ones for bee stings and I use other ones for skin rashes and I use other ones for nausea and other ones for being able to sleep really well. And I use them as a very regular part of my healthcare ritual. Um, my hope, my wish is that by doing this podcast and maybe presenting some of this material to all of you, you might start looking at essential oils with a little bit more of a serious slant. That is my hope. Do your own research. I gave you a couple of websites to check out. Do your own research. But I am just super, super, super excited to know and to bring to you in this little mini short podcast that essential oils are really starting to make a name for themselves 
And if this, if we can take this step into CAMS, C-A-M-S, if we can take this step into complementary alternative medicines or therapies, I leave you with this question. What's next? Thanks everyone for tuning in. I have quite a few podcasts about specific essential oils that you might want to go back and listen to in the library. But for now, I'm just going to leave this with you. Yes, hospitals are using essential oils as part of their regular protocol across America. And isn't that exciting? Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And uh, I look forward to future podcasts with you. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.